sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my daughter. Hi. And if I sound <laughs> like I'm in a tunnel, I'm really not. I have this wicked summer cold. <laughs> Just kicked my butt. She, we have the same virus, by the way. <laughs> We're both sick at the same time. <laughs> But she just likes to sound sick, and I don't like to sound <laughs> sick. It's not that I like to I sound d- sick. You know what I mean? I don't know why you sound sick, but you do, and I'm over here. I didn't sleep a lick last night. I know, and you look great, and you sound great, <laughs> and you are great, I, and I, I sound like I'm going to die. I'm just pretending. I'm not really that well-rested. I just fake it. I got some bomb-ass concealer on. That's what's happening right I now. So. It's fresh. You look fresh. <laughs> I feel unfresh. Yeah. So if my voice cracks and goes in and out throughout the broadcast, I'm very sorry about that. Because she's a little bit sicky poo. I'm a little sicky poo. Mm-hmm. But we are here today in our studio here in Paradise <laughs> Valley, Arizona, and, and there's nobody else here. It's just you and me, first of all, because our other host, Yvonne, is doing more Yvonne-y things because mm-hmm. you freaking know. We don't know what she's where doing. Where she goes, <laughs> what kind of adventure she goes on. Little Lindsay's here, but she's hanging out with Austin Pooh. And then Bruce is sick, our other producer. Fifi, Felicia, who was here last week, wanted to be here this week, and she's not feeling well. I know. Miss Nikki from Street Team, they're not recording today because they're sick. (laughs) And I have the key to the place, so I'm in charge. (laughs) I'm in charge. I don't know about that. (laughs) Wow. So it's a weird experience here in the studio alone, and uh, we actually do have a show planned for you, which we didn't plan, so... we, you and I, seriously, when we get done with the show, it's like five more shows in a row <laughs> when we get in the car because we just think of more things to talk about and we just both go on rants and like, it's not really arguing. It's just like, we're so pumped up uh-huh. about what we're talking about that we just like, if somebody were to look in the car, it would look like we were arguing <laughs> with each other, but we're just agreeing, violently agreeing with each other about We become Italian. <laughs> <laughs> the gestures and we're just like looking at each other with their eyes all clenched we're like yeah <laughs> I understand and you know what else and you just like yeah. so yeah. our our program director Perry Damone who is very Italian would be very proud of us <laughs> right that's why he likes it so much we fit right in fit right in yeah but we're never afraid to just be by ourselves because we will we always have something to talk about yeah which is always. much to the dismay of some of our family members, but <laughs> right <laughs> with, without uh, any more delay, okay. let me tell you what we are going to be talking about. And this is something that has us all fired up. This is a really wonderful article that we came across from a young woman on our Facebook called the 15 things you don't owe anyone at all, though you think that you do. You don't owe anyone mm-hmm. because your nasally snot made it oh. sound like <laughs> you don't know anyone, but you Sorry. don't own anyone, anything. You don't owe anyone, anything. Oh. Oh. Did I say own? Yeah, you said own. <laughs> it's O-W-E. Okay. <laughs> I meant to say that, but I guess I was just pretending we were on Oprah, but we're not. We're not. But Oprah girl, <laughs> check us Speaking out. Speaking of own, BT Dubs. BT Dubs. 
But Lord. this article is by Jade Small. And let me see if I can tell you where it's from. It's from theopenmind.com. And it's... Is it like her blog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's her blog. And we just love it a lot. And we're going to go through the 15 things that she writes about. Because I think a lot of times as women, we think that we owe an explanation or mm-hmm. we owe somebody more information than we need to. And mm-hmm. we really don't. And I know that on the show, we've talked about secrets versus private information. Mm-hmm. And this is actually taking it one step further mm-hmm. and talking about really just owning your self and the, and the opinions and decisions that you're making in your life. This kind of relates to the weird scheduling issue I had mm-hmm. this last week because I was so worried about how I was going to explain why I messed up the dates oh, to yeah. people and all the events that I had to rearrange. And you just kept having to try to convince me that I don't owe anyone an explanation. Everything's covered and taken care of. Mm-hmm. Why am I bugging out about making sure everyone knows the details? Like, yeah. they don't need to they know. They don't need to know. And on the other side of that, too, a lot of times it's someone else's responsibility for how they react to something that's right. about you. Mm-hmm. And I want to say to young women and to you, my young daughter, who thinks you're older, but you are really still very young <laughs> oh, in your I know. 20s. I know. I'm a baby. I don't mean to insult you at all no, by at all. saying that, but it's, you know... People that react to things about you, that's them. Right. Like you, exactly. you that's them. And sometimes that's a good filter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Depending on how they react to something you say, maybe not the person I want to be around. Exactly. Oh, I really like mac and cheese. Oh, you like mac and cheese? <laughs> you're weird. I'd be like, okay, well, you're not my friend. <laughs> Check. <laughs> good filter. I know. See? Yeah. See? So we have lots of discussion points, but I'm going to throw the first one on the table and see how this one resonates with everyone. So number one from Miss Small, she says, you don't owe anyone an explanation for your living situation. This was weird for me because at first when you graduate high school, you're still living with your parents Mm -hmm. mostly, and that didn't bug me at all. And then freshman year of college that didn't really bug me at all this last year sophomore year when I had moved out for a short period of time and was able to tell people yeah me and my roommates are at my house or whatever we can come to my house it was really exciting to be able to tell people that I had my own place but then when I moved back in with my dad and then in with mom people would always be talking about like roommates or do you want to hang out and or like can you stay out late or whatever and I'm like well I live with my mom (laughs) but it's because my old roommates were really mean and I don't have enough money and this and that Mm -hmm. and it's better because I'm saving up for school and I try to justify to them why I'm still living at my mom's house but I'm like barely 20 years old and then but it made me I was talking about it with someone else in my dance class and she's like I'm 26 and I still live with my mom <laughs> and she just doesn't even care and I was like okay you make me feel a lot better. It's so true. But and then I was like why am I even why do I even care? Right. What that is dumb. It's a thing and I think even as you get older like the the author of this article goes on to say that even if you're like cohabitating with a boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. Or, you know, you live in a motel room. Like, we've had friends um, that have had those mm-hmm. situations, yeah. too, in the school you like went to. Like extended stay hotels and stuff There's like that. There's a lot of situations that families come up across. The combination of circumstances that would cause someone to live somewhere where they're not used to or just mm-hmm. a different place than you in general is so extensive. Like, I forget mm-hmm. what the formula is called where it's like... It has like the exclamation point and you just like multiply it times itself by like so many times. Yeah. And it's just like there's so many scenarios and combinations of scenarios that could happen that it's not even it's not even worth your time to stress about how thinking about how to explain it to someone because they don't even 
it's not that they don't deserve it, but you don't owe it to them. They might not deserve it. Yeah. They might not. But I mean, it's not to say that you don't deserve it. Like you, mm-hmm. you didn't do anything wrong to me. It's just, I don't owe it to you. Right. It doesn't affect private. you at all. Yeah. And it's private information. And if someone pushes you about stuff, like especially where you're living, I would, I would be concerned in the first yeah. place. Like, why are you being so mean to me that you're trying to get something out of me that I obviously don't want to share with you? And, and you can say the same for everything on this mm-hmm. list. I'm, um, I think I posted on the Facebook page too, so you can find it there too. But yeah, I could go on and on about that one. Just know that it, you don't owe anyone an explanation for your living situation, you know, cause everyone's got an opinion about it. What matters right. is what you think about it. And that's something else too, that can apply to all of these is everyone is going to have an opinion about mm-hmm. something that you do that mm-hmm. you think that you owe an explanation for. And 50% is going to think yes, and 50% is going to think no. And so you're going to disappoint, quote, disappoint someone mm-hmm. no matter what you do. So why are you even worrying about it right. in the first place? And that reaction, that disappointment belongs to the other person. Right. Isn't that a free <laughs> kind of statement? It's frustrating. There's a little meme that goes around too, and I see it, and it says, you could be the most beautiful, juiciest peach in all the world, and someone someone will dislike peaches. Yeah. What if I don't <laughs> like peaches? Congratulations. You're the hottest peach, but I don't like peaches. I don't like peaches. So. Yeah, I know. So number two on her list is you don't owe anyone an explanation for your life priorities. So like career goals yep. or like having a family yep. or kids or being wanting to be married or wanting to own a pet shop. <laughs> yeah. Or just, you know, in my day, they come, like, I'm going to school to be a basket weaver. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you really love doing. Or like the people that really like makeup and hair and clothes, mm-hmm. like that's a priority to them is mm-hmm. feeling good about themselves and other people it may be, I don't even shave my armpits. That's my priority is to be comfortable. Right. It doesn't mean you have to be like, oh, I'm from a certain part of the world that says that I shouldn't do this or <laughs> like you don't have to make up an excuse or even tell anyone a reason why you're just allowed to be yourself. I, I think know. is the point. I love that. Um, there are a lot more on this list and I'm going to leave you hanging with number three. Um, number three is you don't owe anyone apology if you're not sorry. <laughs> Ooh, That is a strange concept to think that you don't have to be sorry about something even if someone expects you to. This is a big one for me, and we're going to talk about this one on the other side of the break. But for now, let's take a little break. You're listening to What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I still have this annoying summer cold. <laughs> and I'm here with my daughter, Yvonne. I thought you were going to say, and I still have this annoying daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I was like, oh. <laughs> No, that is not it at all. Okay. It's cold, and I'm sure our audience is like, God, Tamara, stop talking. <laughs> it's just going to get progressively worse Oh yeah, as we go on. Super cute. It's very cute. So today we're talking about the 15 things you don't owe anyone at all, though you think you do, by Jade Small. She is a blogger at theopenmind.com, and this was posted on Facebook by... Um, one of our friends and listeners, uh, a young woman that we've met, and she's lovely, and I think it's spot on. And just before we went to break, we were talking about number three. And number three on her list is you don't owe anyone an apology if you're not sorry. Thinking about that is like, whoa. <laughs> you mean I don't have to be sorry? No. When somebody expects me to be sorry? No. no. So wh- what is a scenario where you don't have to be sorry. Because I feel like if the other person is offended and is expecting a sorry, then you should be sorry because you obviously did something to upset that person enough to want an apology. I think there's a clear delineation here in these types of apologies. So, for instance, you you believe a certain way, you've said a certain something, and that person's become offended. Right. You don't have to back down on how you feel about what you said, but you can simply say, hey, I'm sorry that that hurt your feelings. 
I didn't mean for it to hurt your feelings. However, this is how I feel. And maybe we should talk about that. So unapologetic about your opinions or your beliefs more so? That makes more sense to me. That and and frankly, there might be something in your life that you're not sorry for. I had a very good friend of mine who said something so offensive to me Mm -hmm. and she wouldn't apologize for it. We ended up not being friends after that. Well, yeah. But... To her credit, she wasn't sorry for what she said. She meant when she said, she and she didn't it. care about what the consequences nope. were because she believed in it so right. strongly. The consequences were dire. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are no longer friends yeah. because of it. And frankly, that's okay. Because again, talking about the filter, mm-hmm. she was true to herself, and I was very true to myself. Right. But it just didn't match. Yeah, it didn't I match. I think I know what you're talking about. You know who exactly who yeah, I'm talking about. I think about. I do. And that was kind of weird because I was like, really? It you was, believe that? And she's so, like, yeah. It was so sad I'm to like, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Um, yeah. So, and then the other thing about not being sorry as a young woman, I'm going to point out an ad, which I normally don't because I'm not a big fan of beauty companies trying to make self esteem comments in the world because mm-hmm. it's kind of. Missing the mark. It's <laughs> an, what do they call that when you're like jumbo shrimp? <laughs> an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> Here's this beauty commercial about having self-esteem. self-esteem. Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> I wouldn't need your beauty products if I had self-esteem. <laughs> but I want to say, way to go, Pantene on this, because they've got a couple ads out right now. One of you might have seen where it's the woman versus the man kind of in the world. And one says boss. The other one says bossy. Mm. Other one says, you know dedicated and the other one says selfish when she's up working late at night and so we appreciate that kind of aspect of it because it puts a a light on something that's a really sore subject for women and men in the world right so Pantene's done it again by creating an ad campaign that talks about women saying sorry okay and it's pretty damning Mm -hmm. I have to say and women I'd like you to go and google it and find it and watch it and have a discussion with it in your peer groups because like one of the images that's that's in my mind is this woman's in a boardroom and and the man says something and she says I'm sorry but blah 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 oh, blah. oh it's like her caveat for offering everything her opinion. yep and so then someone else comes and sits down at the table and all the women like scoot up and say oh I'm sorry oh I'm sorry and okay. scoot over and like part of me just kind of shrunk inside because mm-hmm. I was like oh damn I was like you know yeah. what in my life as a woman I have done that Okay. I okay. Don't, I don't like it. So in in the gender class that I always reference just because I absorb so much knowledge, part of the feminine culture is to be small in the corporate yes. setting. So the less noticeable you are mm-hmm. in a corporate setting, the more successful you are, I mm-hmm. guess, because men and other women take that assertiveness is, as a threat yep. and or as like not like they're afraid that they're that you're gonna like beat them, but like they're afraid that you're a bitch because right. you're assertive. Right. So being as small as possible is recommended, quote recommended for women in the workforce in the corporate work world, so that they can advance and not be fired essentially before they can make it to the next step for being a bitch by speaking right. their mind essentially. Right. And I want to tell women, you know, I've been in the corporate world for twenty years, and I've actually been told not to go to meetings because because <laughs> you're a loudmouth. I'm very assertive and. Um, I'm very impulsive, and mm-hmm. I you, I don't hold a poker face. Um, can we talk about CEOs of companies and and major um, 
corporate like mm-hmm. moguls and how pushy and assertive <laughs> they are. The the male ones, yeah. like, yeah. how do you think they got successful? Not by being small. No, not by being know? small. So women, don't be small. And and though I'm not a fan of her book, but the book Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg, there are some things that kind of deviate from the point. But I think if you read it, you can get kind of a good idea of what it means to, quote, lean in mm-hmm. to your career and that be at the table. And coupled with the Pantene mm-hmm. ad, um, I really want women to stop apologizing for mm-hmm. their for their their right to be at the table right like you got hired because you have opinions that Mm -hmm. benefit the company so why aren't you saying them and also this i don't really remember where you got it from but it was they teach it in marketing all the time Mm -hmm. now and i think i heard it um at work the other day is instead of saying like we would like you to or this and that you like talk about when you come in right you know here's the thing that we want to give you or not right you know if you would like to make a donation when you make a donation you will get these benefits so it's it's speaking in the now and speaking as if you've already you know your opinion is what is going to be happening yeah right it's called passive language because that's that was my major is marketing that's the sorry part is you're you're being passive Passive. it's almost like when people say just kidding at the end of things it's not you know it's like the opposite of just kidding it's Mm -hmm. like sorry but i disagree with you you shouldn't be sorry for disagreeing no you're allowed to disagree and you're allowed to offer your opinion especially if you're in a meeting at a company that you work for right you should lean up to the table and offer your opinion as assertively as any man or any other woman at that table the worst thing that can happen is they say back well we don't agree with your disagreement that's right (laughs) okay fair enough we both disagree let's find a compromise or let's agree to disagree isn't it lovely when Mm -hmm. that happens yeah I find that in my career in my corporate world that that's usually the best Mm -hmm. and I've even argued so passionately with other programmers because mm-hmm. believe it or not that's what my day job is <laughs> it's so weird right? program data a program data mm-hmm. but I was with another really brilliant brilliant woman programmer and we were arguing the point mm-hmm. and I didn't want to concede and neither right. did she right. and someone screamed over the wall you know hey are you guys okay in there <laughs> and we were like yeah, we're totally fine. Yeah. What's the matter? What are you talking about? <laughs> we're like BFFs. We're going to go get coffee right now. What? And I adore her. We are still friends and mm. colleagues. And um, I adore that she can stand toe-to-toe with me mm. and argue a point. That's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. You get so much more accomplished mm. if you don't... Mm-hmm. I need to Shrink. think of a better term. If you don't... Tiptoe sh- around things. <laughs> I, had a different, I had a different term for that. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you can guess what it is, but... Yeah. No, okay. So that one's really important. Wait, there oh, was... Wait. And it made me think of two... Last night I was babysitting and they told me that they would be home at 11 and it was two hours past 11. That's it was one in the time. morning. Oh. And I was I was sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, I should probably text them. Like at 1230 when it was mm-hmm. like an hour and a half past when they were supposed to be home. I'm like, I should probably text them, but I don't want to be like annoying or be a bitch or whatever. And so I texted them and I was like, sorry to bother you, but what time are you, you think you're going to oh be home? Oh my gosh, real. I know. Right? I just realized that I said it like that when I should have just been like, hey, do you know what time you're going to be home? <sighs> like what's... So, I was I was afraid of them thinking that I was annoying or a bitch mm-hmm. by saying, "When are you going to be home?" When that's a big deal. When yeah. two hours later, they should have at least told me that they weren't going to be home in time. Yeah, you know that is a big like, deal. Like it's definitely wasn't even my fault. Like there was nothing wrong about the situation, but I still found it, it necessary to say sorry before yep. I interrupted quote interrupted their dinner. Yeah, this is a really big deal for all of us. Um, yeah, and you, crazy. you know what I want to recommend, and it just kind of came to me because I feel like it's something that I do as well, even though I've had some mentors and male mentors at that that were like, 
helping me with an email that was difficult to write and they would say, why are you being passive in your language? You need to change that. Right. So I want us as women in the world to get rid of this kind of just sorry language, but I want you to keep track of it. Just like you recognize Mm -hmm. it. If you find yourself doing that, um, right, write it down and then see how many times in the next week Mm -hmm. that it occurs. Because there's probably certain situations that you feel more, um, that you need to be small Mm -hmm. in. So maybe if you recognize those, you can work on it and it's just practice and correcting yourself. There's nothing wrong with correcting yourself. Course correct. You know, especially if you're with people that understand what you're trying to do, be Mm -hmm. like, sorry, but this is not, no, no, no. I really didn't mean that. I I just actually do feel this way. Exactly. So it's just practice. So we really beat up number three. (laughs) So let's come back from break and talk about number four and, um, people of next generation.
you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my daughter, Riku. Hi. <laughs> I was hey. like, going to say hi. <laughs> and I'm going to make you look like a crazy. I am a crazy. <laughs> and we're talking today about the 15 things you don't owe anyone. Am I reading this wrong? <laughs> the 15 things you don't owe anyone at all, though you think you do, by Jade Small. And she is an author on a um, blog called TheOpenMind.com. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? We just, no, we just brought in from the front room, Lindsay and Austin. <laughs> and he's trying to move a chair and not make any sound. But look at him. <laughs> he just make the, the sound. Just move it. <clears throat> move. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't laughing at you. I was just distracted. Well, I kind of blew the <laughs> opening there. Sorry, That's you guys. That's why I, I wasn't there to save you because I was distracted I looking I'm at like, something burr, else. Burr, burr. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. When we were just talking about number three on this list, and I'm pretty sure we're not going to get to the end, but <laughs> maybe we might. But it is definitely on the Facebook at Paper Hope, uh, Facebook backslash Paper Hope. Um, you can go and look it up and definitely go through it if we don't get all the way through or go through it with your friends and have your own discussion because mm-hmm. I think these are really, really important. We can probably list them off at the end if we don't get to Sure, them. we can rifle through Just them. So they know. Okay, so number four is you don't know anyone an explanation for requiring alone time. Sometimes I feel like especially at younger ages when you don't want to be around people, people just push to mm-hmm. see why because they assume that they're the reason oh, yeah, or they're nosy and they want to know what the reason is so that they think that they can help but it's like A, sometimes I don't know why I don't want to <laughs> be by you but I don't want to <laughs> be by you so stop asking me why I don't want to be by you because I don't know <laughs> and B, there could be a reason that I just really don't want to be by certain people and I don't want to tell them because it's just going to start drama. Right. So And that's private. Just yeah. like we kept saying, you know what, if your friends are like, oh, you're keeping secrets. No, actually I'm not. It's not a secret. You just don't need to know. You just don't need to know. It doesn't on, affect you in any way. need to know basis. That if, show was so important. What? The secret yeah. versus? It was so important. I yeah. think we should probably revisit that because I forget which side of the fence it was on. If it was um, street team or... I think it was street team. Was it? Well, yeah, I've, we should I've, do an adulty one. I've written an article on it too. It's of secrets because we're kind of digressing a little bit and it's on um, paperhope.com. You can go and take a, a look at that as well. Mm-hmm. But this, this alone time business, I think... 
regardless of age, I mean, I even see it in my eight year old. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to be alone with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's a healthy place and a healthy thing to do. So that means girls, if you're in a relationship and you're pestering your boy or your girlfriend because they're not spending enough time with you, you know, maybe they need some alone time. Well, that was something I struggled a lot with Mm -hmm. too early in high school is the whole like guys night thing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't believe in it. I was like, that is (laughs) stupid. You don't need to be away from me. What are you talking about? It's a thing. (laughs) Just like, no, I can be there too. And that's not the case at all because then I finally realized that I need girl time too. I don't want to be around you. And I was like, oh, I get it now. It's yeah. not like a. It's not like I don't love you any less or I don't like you any less. It's just you that I, you're annoying right now. <laughs> I just need to be away from you. <laughs> not only that, but being alone too. Like not just like girls' night or guys' night. Well, yeah, out. by like, yourself. It doesn't mean you're sad. It doesn't mean no. you're doing something bad. It doesn't mean. Or even if you are sad, we're going to talk about this on some future shows. But I've suffered from depression all my life mm-hmm. and. That alone time, I think, is very valuable for yeah. some self-reflection. But the point is, is you don't need to justify no. why you want to be alone. Even no. if you have a reason, mm-hmm. you don't owe anyone an explanation. That's and the they point. should, if they probe and ask, you should probably evaluate your relationship with that Filter. person. Yeah, These are all good filters. Just, just saying. So number five is you don't owe anyone your agreement on their personal beliefs. And this one really got me fired up because it's so true. And I just want to read a little bit about what the author of this article says. She says, just because someone shares their personal beliefs passionately doesn't mean that you have to sit there and nod in approval to everything they say. If you don't share their beliefs, it is unfair to yourself and the other person to suppress your own thoughts and feelings and pretend that you agree with them. Mm-hmm. it's okay and better to disagree with them gracefully instead of bottling up your disapproval and frustration. Mm-hmm. This one is a big deal. There's so many things that just like flooded my head <laughs> when you're talking about that, and I don't know if I could grasp one out of the air, so go ahead. <laughs> well, I had an experience recently with someone I just absolutely adore, and we don't see eye to eye on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I don't adore this person any less because of it. I just think that we have differing opinions. And we were all at dinner and he made a comment that set me sideways. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't agree. And I didn't sit there in agreement, shaking my head. I said, I so respect that that's what goes on in your house. It's not what goes on in mine. Mm-hmm. And this is how it looks in my house. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you have to adopt what goes on in my house. Because we were talking about children and raising children and you know some of the affronting television programming that comes on that really is hard to... Mm-hmm filter and so we were trying to give each other strategies and so forth and um, one of the things that I was saying is you know you can filter what you're seeing on the television based on your belief system and and here's how I would do that right here's how we do it even though we believe differently Mm -hmm. and it ended up being a really nice conversation yeah well I think it's it's difficult to be able to speak like that and disagree with someone because mm-hmm. a lot of times people just come right back at you <laughs> and try to start an argument yeah. and then it's like a lost cause. So I think I think this one's kind of people hesitate mm-hmm. on that just in fear of other people coming back mm-hmm. at you harshly. Um, and for me, when you were talking about it, it made me think of when I'm having a conversation with someone, especially someone that I just met or I don't really know very well, and they're saying stuff as I'm, I'm not processing it until the conversation is over right so I'm just kind of like yeah this and that this and that but then I'm like wait a minute did they just say that they do this and like that and I'm like I really don't think I don't I wouldn't want to hang out with someone that's like that so it's kind of this weird like okay now they think I like them and agree with them because I was just nodding because Mm -hmm. I was taking in the information I just wasn't processing it so I think for me 
a, a, a skill I need to learn is how to slow down yeah, when I'm talking yeah, yeah. to people. Like, not just slow down my speech, but slow down Your how intake. I'm taking it in. Yeah. yeah. Instead of trying to just, like, get as much in as I can. Yeah. I think it's kind of like... um. Uh, like an awkward kind of thing. Like it's you so know how awkward. when you're getting nervous and you have little ticks, I feel like it's a way to avoid being awkward. Mm-hmm. It's to just like say yeah and agree and say oh this and that and offer your own thing as opposed to actually hear what they're saying right. and actually like take a minute to like mm-hmm. pause because mm-hmm. I feel like that is awkward to some people, especially when you first meet, and to actually think about it and yeah. be like oh you know what I really I don't I don't do that I don't, I don't think yeah. that way you know yeah but it and and then not only do you have to be slow down to process it. You have to slow down to think of a way to combat it without being, you know, offensive or rude. It is hard to be graceful. It's only been in the later years in my life that I've allowed myself to be in that moment Mm -hmm. of the conversation where before, like you said, I would have this experience of being broadsided by information and be frozen in the moment. Like, Oh my God, did they really just say what they said Mm -hmm. and not be able to find my way out of it? Mm -hmm. And then, and then I had to learn how to circle back and readdress certain things. And now I'm in the place where most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time I'm in the moment of Mm -hmm. the conversation and actually can engage in that way. Again, I think it's practice. Just recognizing when you leave a conversation not agreeing with what mm-hmm. you agreed to during the conversation, <laughs> yeah. I guess is a way to say it. And just slowing down and, and being like, okay, well, next time I talk to that person, I need to make it clear. Because then a lot of things can happen. Totally. You can start fights because they yeah. all, they assumed that you meant one thing when really you meant the other. Or they accuse you of lying. That's oh happened gosh. to me before. Right? You're when like- You'll be talking to someone and you'll just agree because you're just like going over what they said and not even thinking about it. And then they'll be like, well, you said one time that you agreed with me about this. And I'm like, well, I really didn't mean to. It was an accident. And they're like, what do you mean it's an accident? You either know what you believe or you don't. There's Mm -hmm. no such thing. But it's like, it's so hard to explain that I just wasn't thinking clearly when you were speaking to me. And now I have to justify to you why I don't believe in that. It's just getting broadsided. Uh, You're like disbelief almost. You're frozen. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. And then your reaction is to just say, yeah. Because again, the whole like feminine thing is to be agreeable and to be Mm -hmm. small. And so there's no way we're going to be like, no, I don't agree with that. We're going to be like, yeah, of course, of course. Like (laughs) don't hurt anyone's feelings. Don't piss anyone off. Like, yeah, I'm not about that anymore. That's a female mentality. Yeah, just not. So number six is kind of a big one. Um, you don't owe anyone a yes to everything they say. Ugh. And this is similar to some, but it's slightly different. This is similar to what we were just talking about because it made me think of, again, this week, I said yes to every <laughs> single time somebody asked me, hey, can you cover my shift? Hey, can you come in and run this whole thing today? <clears throat> Not that I'm <laughs> regretting it, but I didn't think clearly when... I was saying yes to it. I mean, mm-hmm. of course it worked out because I can do it, but I just wasn't, I wasn't taking in what people were telling mm-hmm. me because I was afraid of being offensive or like, you know, I didn't want to disappoint mm-hmm. people. And I know you and I talked about it a long time, the PT cupcake thing, which we'll come back with. Oh yeah. Let's come right. back with that. So for now, let's take a little break. You're listening to Paper Hope, the next generation of the
voiceamerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet. Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main voiceamerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and yes, I sound like a man. You really don't. Oh, I don't? No, you just kind of sound like you're talking like a sleepy I'm not. I'm actually very awake. You're trying to be sexy. (laughs) And anyone who knows me knows how ridiculously funny I am like the least sexy person on earth. That's why I was followed by that awesome laugh. (sighs) A ring-a-tang laugh right afterwards. That's just the funniest statement ever. That's so funny because your best friend is so similar to me and my best friend is so similar to you because Summer is the least sexy person on the planet like when she tries to be like she's really pretty and like really hot to look at but she tries to be like sexy cute and it's just like stop super fail <laughs> and she knows it too it's uh, not like a thing like no, she's not I actually know it trying too. i freaking yeah, know it that too. is so funny i just drew those, that parallel uh. God, I just never mind. Like we start thinking, I start thinking about like when I was a kid and I thought I was sexy. Is it and awkward like, to oh, think about? I just, <laughs> I, you know, I'm making a burn list. This is on the blog as yeah. well, my burn list, and I'm not sharing all of them, but <laughs> this one I'll share with you guys, and that is all the times I tried to be sexy <laughs> and wasn't. Uh, it's horrifying. <laughs> it's horrifying. Um, so on that note, let's, <laughs> let me tell you what we are talking about in case you just joined us. <laughs> We're talking about the 15 things you don't owe anyone at all, though you think you do. And this is a blog post from Jade, Jade Small, and she writes for theopenmind.com. And I'm going to post it to our Facebook page so you can go along with it, too, because we're not going to get through all of these, but we're going to pick out some of the ones that chap our behinds the most. And before the break, we were talking about you don't owe anyone a yes mm. when they ask you to do something. And I brought up this uh, this story that mom tells about saying yes to people. <laughs> it has to do with PTA, like the, the parent organization for yep. schools and making cupcakes. And I really liked that analogy. And then I realized that it was Brene Brown. And we always have to say her name and give a reference from her every show. So... 
I, I'm, I'm at fault for this one. So. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but you, I really do like this. I, and I like everything that you say about her. I just think it's totalaire that you bring it up all the time. Because we're BFFs and she doesn't know it. <laughs> Which is kind of getting Renee, to the creepy side. I know. I love you. I love you, girl. Can you just like tweet her or something? No, she and I tweet sometimes. Okay, like, okay. Then I fall down and freak out. Because <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> Anyway, she tweets everyone. It's not just me. <laughs> You're like, no big deal. No big deal. But Brene Brown in, um, I'm trying to think where she talks about this. If it was the class that she did with Oprah, I guess it doesn't matter. It's one of the things that she talks about often, and that is that we overextend ourselves out of perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And it's the fear of people disapproving of us or disliking us because we didn't do whatever it was they asked of us. And she says about the PTA, she was asked to make... I don't know, something like 50 cupcakes. Some, Probably way more than that. That's like two batches of cupcakes. I know. Probably some, like 100. Well, some outrageous <laughs> amount of cupcakes. And um, it really, she did it. She made them. And the whole time she's like talking about whipping the batter mm. and like it, despising not only yeah. the fact that she was asked, but despising the fact that she was doing it. Right. And then she Why talked, am I doing this? I don't want to be doing it. I don't have it. time to right. do this. I should be spending time with my kids. I should have cooked them dinner, but mm -hmm. instead I'm cooking these freaking cupcakes. Mm -hmm. So overextending yourself and saying yes is really an underlying sign of fear right. and being feeling like you're going to disapprove people mm -hmm. because you flash forward in Brene's story and she talks about how the next time she was offered she gave a graceful way of backing out of it and right. saying you know what I would love to, but I don't have time right now. Right. Even if you just don't want to. Right. If you'd rather just be watching TV, that's an okay excuse That's an too. okay. And that's something that I've struggled with too is saying no to people asking me to like cover mm -hmm. shifts or whatever. If I just... I just need time to like breathe. And, Absolutely. And I'm like this whole thing with the, the time this week, I messed up my date for this concert I was supposed to go to and ended up having to, I was originally scheduled to be off to go to a training and then that training got canceled. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that I could still go to the concert, but I felt bad because I was getting my shift covered for a concert and people didn't know that it was for a concert. And I it, felt like they would be mad if they knew that I was doing a leisure activity and they were covering for me. But it's like, th why? That's not something to be ashamed of. Just like you can say no to covering someone's shift mm -hmm. if you just don't want to get out of bed that day. You mm -hmm. weren't scheduled to work, you know? Mm -hmm. Or you weren't, you didn't already commit to this. Mm -hmm. So before you commit, you can say no mm -hmm. because it's a lot easier to back out up front than it is to come up with some way to get out of it or, after you'd already said yes. Or agonize about it or bitch or about have it to the do entire it, right, time you're doing it. Or have to do it and it. be miserable. Yeah, it's just being true to yourself. So ladies, we do this so much. Don't overextend yourself by saying yes and recognize it if you are doing that that you're not allowing yourself time for the things you should be focusing on mm -hmm. even if it's rest which is which is I think worse than saying no because Ugh. worst case scenario in the PTA thing is they find another mom to do it that does have the time and, and really likes baking yeah and that's you know yeah. and I don't know like I could go on and on about this one so mm. We got like less than five minutes left, so pick and choose the next guy. I'm that you gonna talk skip about. ahead to number nine because I think this one is really important. And mm -hmm. this is you don't owe anyone an explanation for your sex life. This is something that is only I feel like learned about after high school. Oh, because I wish high it was school, first of all, what sex life are you even trying to talk about right now? <laughs> you know like, what I just mean? Just stop it. Because right? if you're engaging in sex in high school, I'm going to get a little mama berry right now and tell you, please stop. <laughs> please stop. Well, not only that, please stop talking about it. Because <laughs> like, you know what? Adults don't. Right. 
So, and if you do, well, maybe, hopefully it's just with your bestie. Well, well right. Cause I'm going to, I was going to say like, I still, you know, have conversations, but it's with people that I'm really close with and I trust. And it's just kind of like, a, right. it's, it's not like a competing thing, right. but I feel like where it gets sketchy is when people are, it gets brought up in conversation and they either put you down for it mm-hmm. and they, they say that you're wrong or mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing that. Or they say they make you feel bad for not participating in things that they're also doing. So it makes you feel still just as put down. Yeah, that's a problem. I really think, and like, ladies, you guys in high school, don't compare yourself with what you do sexually to anybody else. So if someone comes in and says, hey, you know, why aren't you engaging in that? Mm -hmm. You should be, blah, blah, blah. And then you feel bad about yourself. Don't. Let me tell you, learn that lesson early because... Mm -hmm. Your sex life is so private. Mm -hmm. It is so private. I want to read a little bit about what the author says on this. And I thought she was spot on. She says, as long as it happens with other consenting adults, mind mind you, she didn't say two. Right. Other. Because again, it could be more than two. Let's not define (laughs) what it means. Or it could be just by yourself. You know? (laughs) Absolutely. I, I don't know. I think in our country, in America, sex has such a weird taboo. I so took a sex philosophy class, too, and we'll, get, we'll talk about dubs. that another day because it's really <laughs> super cool, too. <laughs> so, which is funny because I'm talking about something and I'm not a sexy lady. So, <laughs> but I have very open minds on other people's sex right. life. So, <laughs> as long as it happens with other consenting adults, you don't know anyone an explanation for where, when, how you conduct your sex life. You can wait for marriage. You can try one night stands. You can experiment with same sex encounters. You, she says, to your heart's pleasure and still not have to explain your sexual preference to anybody. Yeah. Period. (laughs) Period. Yeah. So that's that on that one. I could go on and on and on. I know. I'm trying not to offer my opinion because we'll just go off. (laughs) We have like two minutes. Um, So what's the next couple of guys? Well, this one, there's kind of two that are similar, and I like this one for ladies and men, too. I, you don't owe anyone an explanation for being single. Mm-hmm. I think this one's a problem because, and I'll, and I'm going to say her name incorrectly, but she's an author out of Nigeria, Chimamanda Adichie. And she, she is the one, ladies, who was sampled in Beyonce's Flawless. Mm-hmm. And she has a whole, look it up, it's a TED Talk about feminism. And she says... Why is it that we teach young girls to aspire to marriage when we don't teach boys the same thing? Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know. I feel like very strongly about this, that if you have chosen a single life or you are single, you don't owe anyone an explanation Mm -hmm. for why. Yeah. Well, because I think of like the more serious reasons that people could be single, they have issues with intimacy and they don't want to share or they're not ready to share or there's something going on in their lives where they're not mentally prepared to mm-hmm. take on somebody else's feelings. like, And that's not something you want to go around telling people about. And it's not something you want to go around having people criticize no. about It's you. nobody's business. Right. Again, it's private. It's private. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> so we have run out of time. But What are the... Just list off the, the rest of them. Okay. So we... Where do we skip ahead Oh, my to? God. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> um, you don't owe anyone a date just because they asked. Yeah, if someone asks you out. And that's another awkward situation where your mind's racing like a million miles a minute. Mm-mm. And they're like, hey, do you want to go get a bite to eat? It's the art of like saying no. Yeah, we'll talk about that some more. But like, it's really important, ladies. You don't have to say yes to the date. Mm-hmm. Unless, Unless you're hungry and then you can go on a date. 
just you are not my daughter right now. Are you kidding me? You used to <laughs> don't even lie on the radio because no. they can't see your face right now. No, I used to think this way until I watched <laughs> what was it? Misrepresentation. Yeah, and that was like two years ago. So no, was got, it? Yes, it was. It was recently. Three, maybe. I was I've changed my mind on that. <laughs> yeah, if a guy asks you out, you can go just to eat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was you would not have liked me when I was eighteen. No, I was a horrible human being. Growth. That's just I shows know. you how much you grew. I have totally grown. I have a new appreciation. Oh, anyway. I didn't want to like do that at the end of the show, but just something that was <laughs> It was a joke, by the way. Don't go on dates with men to get free food. <laughs> no. That's why I'm saying I'm like, <laughs> don't say that. Um Anyway, go look this article up. I'm going to put it on um, our Facebook page, but it's the 15 things you don't owe anyone, even though you think you do, by Jade Small. Nice. So you've been listening to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and that's my daughter, Pooh Rio Wade. Hey. And uh, we're so glad you spent this hour with us. I know. But I think we have to go. See how m- that felt like five seconds, and we're already done with the whole show. I that's know. what happens when you and I get in a room and just start blabbing about stuff. I know. Hopefully, you guys got something yeah, good out of hopefully it. Hopefully, you enjoyed us blabbing <laughs> by ourselves. So, and uh, we'll be here next week. We'll be here next week with something else fun to talk about. Bye. We love you guys. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now.